You're listening to Daily Red, an InterVarsity podcast designed to bring you God's Word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Throughout the Gospel of John, we've been paying attention to the signs performed by Jesus, each one a picture of what it looks like when heaven and earth come together. The blind see, the sick are made well, the dead are raised. Some see the crucifixion itself as one of these signs, which forces us to ask the question, how is this a picture of what it looks like when God's space and our space overlap and interlock? We may be tempted to look away at this moment and say this whole thing makes no sense, but if we have eyes, we can come closer and see. We can see that for these two spaces to be brought back together as they were in the garden, as they will be in new creation, all the evil and death that exists in the world has to go somewhere. It has to be dealt with. It's through this lens that we listen to John chapter 19, verses 28 through 42 from the New International Version. As you prepare to listen to this passage, Ask the Spirit to open your heart. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that Scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, So they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now it was the day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath. Because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the crosses during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus, and then those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it was given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth and he testifies so that you also may believe. These things happen so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And, as another scripture says, they will look on the one they have pierced. Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with the Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. 
Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. As you listen to this passage again, take note of how you react physically and how you react emotionally. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now, it was the day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath. Because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the crosses during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus, and then those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it has given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth, and he testifies so that you also may believe. These things happened so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And, as another scripture says, they will look on the one they have pierced. Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with the Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. This is the word of the Lord. What were your primary emotions as you listened to this passage? How did your body respond? John offers us extraordinary details that are painfully specific and deeply physical. Sometimes we can think of the crucifixion of Jesus as a purely theological event, but it was physical and historical. Take a few moments to remind yourself that this actually happened. Consider the sights, 
the smells, the sounds. The passage in Zechariah that John quotes here is a prophecy about the Messiah and how God will bring about redemption and deliverance to the world through the Messiah's suffering. Do you believe that God can bring redemption through suffering in your life? Ask the Holy Spirit to meet you in the places where you need deliverance and redemption, even in your suffering. May we live today in the knowledge that we have been loved with the physical passion of the Christ. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Red. Hey everyone, if you haven't had an opportunity to go back and listen to Miss Skip McDonald's conversation with us about daily rhythms and mental health, we wanna encourage you to do that. We had a great conversation around how she spends daily time with God and the effects that it has on our day-to-day mental health. She also has a book out on anxiety and a few personal and group studies that you can go through with that. There's a link to it in our show notes. Daily Red is a podcast designed to bring you God's word read aloud and hosted by me, Clayton. Thanks so much.